Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is acting first elder Lady Alyssa uh, here tonight uh, in October um, to talk about our Halloween theme of the month. Um, and this is my first time doing this, so this should be really fun. Um, I really wanted to talk tonight about the month-long uh, ritual series that I've been doing. Uh, it's a month-long devotional to the ancestors. Um, so that's really what I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, so <clears throat> as many of you know, this month is really special with the lunar cycle. Um, it has two full moons. Uh, the first full moon started um, on October 1st, and the last full moon will be on Halloween, which is on the 31st, obviously. And I thought that that was really cool. And the more I thought about it, something struck me. Um, and I really think it was inspired by the ancestors. Uh, just that there was a real opportunity here um, because the veil is thinner this time of year, easier to connect with the ancestors. And then when you add the energy of this interesting lunar cycle, uh, I just wanted to explore that a little bit. Um, so I meditated on it a bunch uh, and I talked to the ancestors and I came up with this month-long ritual of devotions. Um, and it's very my style, which is more uh, minimalist to directions. I really like to go by intuition a lot. Uh, so I started out on October 1st, which was the first night of the full moon. And the purpose uh, for me of this month-long ritual of devotion is to really connect the ancestors and also to allow the ancestors to reach back, connect further to me, to widen that bridge, uh, to allow them to give me any attunements uh, that they thought that I needed <clears throat> and really just to uh, open myself more to their messages. And so that was my goal. And also uh, I built in an opportunity in this ritual to charge an item uh, with the essence of these devotions. So to charge an item dedicated to the ancestors. And I chose to further charge an item that I had already dedicated to the ancestors, which is an amethyst and quartz cathedral, uh, that, which my husband actually gave me, but that I use in my ancestor devotions. Um, so the very first night, the full moon, um, which as you know, is, is sort of this height of, of power. Um, so I chose to, to call to the ancestors uh, to acknowledge the thinning of the veil, acknowledge the power of the lunar cycle, the power of the moon, um, how special this month would be. And I give an offering to the ancestors, which at that time was food and wine. And I promised them a schedule of offerings over this month. Um, I promised to come to their altar every day 
uh, and give offerings, and I promise to come do rituals at the ancestor altar on both full moons, both quarter moons, and the new moon. And I've been live streaming most of those rituals. Uh, the last quarter moon ritual I did not live stream because it was a very personal journey for me. Um, and I just uh, I felt I would keep that one uh, to myself. And, uh, and that's okay. Uh, so I promised them the schedule. And I started with the charging of the object. And I asked the ancestors to charge this object with uh, the energy of our month-long cycle. And I invited the ancestors into my life. And I did not uh, bid them farewell. I allowed them to stay. Uh, and every ritual that I've done and every devotion that I've done, I do the same thing. I might blow out their candles, but uh, I ask them to remain in my life and work with me for this month. Um, and I did keep... Um, mostly to that ancestor schedule. Um, I'm not perfect. I didn't miss a few days here and there, um, but I'm working on it. And uh, the ancestors are working with me as always. Thank the gods. Um, so when I did give offerings, which was most of the time, I gave the offering and I sat with the ancestors. Um, I do feel that they've been giving me uh, an attunement and adding to that attunement um, throughout the month, um, which has been a really powerful experience. When I talk about energetic attunements, um, so I envision them as, as sort of like uh, like computer programming, which is interesting for me because I'm not usually a techno um, mage like that, but that's sort of how I picture it in my head as a download of information, um, a lighting up of circuits, of synapses, um, and it's just like an information download that the ancestors feel that you need. And you might not even be conscious of what that information contains, um, just that the ancestors are awakening something that you needed. Um, so that's the feeling that I've been getting. Um, not so many verbal messages as much as just that feeling of attunement, of being um, added to, uh, which is interesting. Um, so the first, the second ritual that I did was the ritual for the last quarter moon, um, which is just before the new moon, um, or half moon. Um, so I gave my offering and I sat with the ancestors and I really asked them anything that I needed to let go of in order to bring my life into a greater balance. Um, what were those things that were really holding me back or, you know, that, that weren't as positive in my life that I could stand to let go of to make room for other things. Um, I felt like being the last quarter moon, um, it's on its way to new. This is really the time to shed the skin um, and allow the ancestors uh, to sort of tell me what they um, and I think there's no advice like the advice that your family gives you, uh, even your discarnate family. So uh, there we go. And I meditated upon that. Um, and as the moon moved, moved toward new, I vowed to contemplate letting go of those things which weren't serving me and how it could change and balance my life. Um, so that was really the focus of the last quarter moon. 
And uh, I felt like that was was really personal for me. And I've done a lot of shadow work over the years, um, but I don't think I've ever really um, consulted the ancestors about what they saw in me that they felt was holding me back. Um, I usually consulted my higher self. Um, and it was it was interesting from the perspective of obviously consulting family, but, um, you know, consulting a shared history, um, sort of the shared mother temple where all Corellians are one. And uh, I really... I feel like I gained a lot of insight into myself. Um, obviously, I continued with my schedule of offerings, um, and I really I continued to listen. Uh, I felt like that attunement that we spoke of continued. I continued charging my cathedral until we got to the new moon, which was on October 16th. Um, and you know, the the dark moon. It's a moon of promise expectation. Um, I sat with the ancestors. I gave them my offering, which was, again, food from my table and um, spirits. And um, I really listened to any advice that they had to offer. And I asked them to help me release for good those things that I've been contemplating and meditating on that I felt no longer served me. Um, and it was very much um, a soul retrieval uh, with the ancestors. And I really enjoyed that for anyone who might not know a lot about Corellian soul retrieval. Uh, it's one of our main methods of shadow work. Uh, and it really is lovely. And I can't recommend it enough. Um, I think there's still a YouTube video floating around out there of me teaching uh, or doing a guided soul retrieval meditation. And uh, it's it's available in a few places. I think it's in the first degree material on the first degree manual. Um, but I, I really, uh, I can't recommend that enough um, to help with karmic ties, fears, uh, anything in your life that could need healing. Um, even opening up psychic senses. It's great for that. Um, anything that you, you know, need to, uh, to retrieve. Um, soul retrieval. Uh, so after the new moon, um, I've been continuing with my offerings. Um, I really feel like the ancestors and I have developed this rhythm. Um, I feel them present more in my daily life, um, which is, you know, obviously the point of this ritual, but, um, I could see how this will continue even after this month. Um, I'm becoming more aware of them, which is is really neat. Um, So now the next one will be on October 23rd, and that'll be the first quarter moon on the way to the second full moon of the month. Um, So my plan is to obviously give the ancestors the offering. sit with them and see if they speak to me. And this is where I really got an ancestor inspiration while writing this ritual. Not that 
I believe all of it was inspired by the ancestors. And I think that they really gave me a map of how they wanted me to use the energy of this month's lunar cycle to further connect with them and to allow others to connect with them. Um, But I have the sense that this is a place where the ancestors will give a gift of a seed or some sort of symbolic gift of growth. Um, Because obviously, though, we just did the dark moon, we've let things go, and now we're growing toward the full moon. Um, So this symbolic gift represents the growth throughout the month. It represents the things that you grow as your life balances and your growing relationship with the ancestors. So I really, um, part of the ritual, um, looking forward to seeing what form this gift takes. Um, And I'm going to use the soul retrieval technique of integration and allow this seed to really integrate into me, be planted within. And as the moon continues to wax toward full, this gift will continue to grow and the things that the ancestors want to give me, want to give us, um, will grow in my life. Um, and I think that's really beautiful um, to think of this sort of seed of life, this seed planted by the ancestors who are, you know, our family who watch over us. Um, really growing and showing us uh, what could be beneficial and how our lives will grow the seed of connection. Um, so I'm looking forward to that ritual. And then, you know, obviously we'll continue with the offerings and meditations. Uh, and I wrote here another thing inspired by the ancestors that it's possible to feel the need to do more uh, than what you originally scheduled. Um, or even less, and to do whatever intuition tells you and heed the advice of the ancestors um, and allow, you know, continue to see that seed growing and flourishing throughout the week and allow the ancestors to nourish it um, and really listen to the advice on how to grow and expand that and by doing so your relationship with the ancestors. Um, So I think that that time between the first quarter moon and the full moon is really going to be like the biggest period of growth. Um, And I think that that will be really lovely um, to experience. And I know, I'm not sure um, who else is doing this ritual with me. I know for a fact that Lord Kyle Metzger of uh, Four Pillars Temple in Ohio is doing this. Um, He's been posting lovely things on his temple site about the ritual. So I'm really looking forward to comparing notes with others who are doing the month-long devotional. Um, I know Lord Phoenix in Buffalo is also doing it. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to really comparing notes about that. Um, And then we're going to get to the full moon, which is on Halloween. It's on 1031 Sound Eve. And that'll be the second full moon in a month, which many people call a blue moon. And, um, you know, it's the last day of the moon cycle, full moon to full moon that we've been working with. Um, And my intention is just to be with the ancestors, Um, just to feel like I'm with family and 
allow the ancestors to show me whatever they need to show me at that time. And that might be future plans. That might be things that I need. That might be more things I need to let go of. Or it might be, you know, um, places that I need to put my energy to allow my energy to grow, to allow the tradition to flourish or myself to flourish. And whatever the ancestors want to show me, I'm open to that. And that's where I'm going to plant my seeds. Um, it says to, um, I'm going to allow the ancestors to help me to integrate all of the things that I've been working on since the new moon, all of the growth that I've been doing since I released the things that are holding me back. Um, we're going to integrate that and see the seed that the ancestors gave us now flourishing um, and a grown plant or tree and really integrate that and know that it will continue growing as long as I continue to nurture it and nurture my relationship with the ancestors, which is what this is all about. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to be open to, again, any messages, any attunements, any projects, that the ancestors have long-term or short-term. Um, anything that the ancestors really feel is important to tell me, I'm open to hearing at that time. Um, we're going to honor the ancestors, um, blood of my blood and spirit of my spirit. Honored is the name that we share. We're, that's, a, that's from Lord Phoenix. He writes beautiful prayers. Um, and I really want to heed their advice and promise to give offerings throughout the coming year. Um, Lord Phoenix uh, started this thing called Ancestor Fridays, uh, which is the day when we visit our ancestor altars and uh, do any rituals, receive any messages. And uh, he and I have been keeping the Ancestor Fridays for quite a while now. And uh, it's a lovely tradition that we've been doing, and I really enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to continue to do that and promise to continue to visit my ancestor altar um, each Friday. And then we are going to continue to charge um, the object, which for me, again, was my cathedral, my crystal cathedral. So I'm going to charge that with the culmination ritual with all of the energy of the month of the cycle of the ancestors, of all of the things that I've learned um, and this bond that has grown and the seed that we grew. And um, I, I'm going to, my plan, power, and really charge that item. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that specifically also. Um, as I said, that item was already charged. So I'm, I'm looking forward to feeling the energy of it after the month is complete and really feeling how that energy has um, settled, changed, grown, um, and what's going on with that. Um, again, I use that cathedral year-round on my ancestor altar um, with all of my workings uh, as sort of a, a conduit almost um, to the ancestors, but, you know, a place to store that energy and to really feel that and as a, a physical representation of the love of the ancestors. Um, and that's sort of how I think of it. Um, and uh, after I charge that for the final time, I'm going to thank the ancestors and I'm going to bid them a final hail and farewell, uh, which we haven't done all month. And I'm going to 
going to say, you know, even though they're always welcome with me and I know they'll always be with me, um, they can go if they need to or stay if they want to. Um, Helen, farewell. And uh, that'll be thing to feel, I, I think, after this month of being so closely connected um, to the ancestors and to that energy and working almost solely with that energy. Um, and, of course, it's Sow and Eve. It's a powerful night anyway. Um, and there's a lot of other rituals going on that day. Um, that morning, uh, when the full moon hits full, I believe it's sometime around 9.30, um, we're going to do the morning ritual, uh, which Lord Don has written. I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be beautiful. And then I plan to do a personal ritual for Salon with my daughter, Mabel. Um, and uh, we always do rituals for the Sabbaths, and she's three and a half, but she uh, she likes to... Um, call the quarters and um, really likes to do the active power and I try to make the rituals really child friendly which is nice um, so it's a lot of ritual for one day but we're going to do it um, I think that that's going to be a really important day energetically even more than it normally is um, because of the full moon and because of the culmination of that lunar cycle um, I don't know if the veil will be open anymore, but I think for me it certainly will after this month of working with the ancestors. Um, it's it's kind of like what veil at this point. Um, and it's uh, really interesting, the inspiration um, that I'm seeing everybody around me receive at this time. I think it's it's really open for everybody, and I think the energy is really really hitting anybody sensitive to it and people are being really innovative and uh, it's super exciting to see. And so this is a beautiful season. Um, the leaves are changing and falling and, you know, um, we're all getting ready for that time of winter when we sort of hibernate for a time. Um, I think everybody does that to a certain extent. We build our energies for the spring and I think this ritual is uh, going to be a big part of that, um, a big part of, of sort of the internal growth that's going to take place over the dark half of the year and then the external growth that will come from that once we hit that. So I'm looking forward to that too. Um, and I, I hope that everybody takes this opportunity uh, this month to connect with their ancestors. Um, even if you haven't started this month-long ritual, um, it's not too late to start devotionals. Um, you know, that quarter moon is coming up pretty soon, and it's not too late to receive that seed to be planted from the ancestors, and it's not too late to connect. Um, leave food out for them on Sow and Eve, and really just um, be with that energy and be with that time and use it to your advantage and the advantage of magical people um, in the morning ritual or to connect with your own family on the other side, whatever you feel called to do. I think it's important to follow your intuition. So I wish you all a happy lunar cycle 
and a lovely Samhain. Um, I hope you spend it uh, doing what calls to you and being with those you love, whether they're on this side of the veil or the other side. And with that, I think I will bid you all good night and blessed be. I love you.